Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And on that, we welcome you to Wining, the wine versus beer podcast. Joe, who will win? Try and drive some excitement because, to be honest, there's some other podcasts out there with a bit more juice than us, Sean. Nobody's got more juice than us, mate. Some people do. No, uh, we've got two bottles of juice. Well, that well, that's true. I reckon there's probably yeah. podcasts that have more than that, though. Uh, yeah, do, do, do welcome yourself. Uh, <laughs> as you may have noticed, Sean and I are rarely in the same mood when we record these podcasts due to having full-time jobs. I say that like it's a thing that's special. Yeah, you'll, you'll have full-time jobs. There is, it's very rare that two people in the same room both hold down a full-time Josh. I, I full-time hold down Josh. a full-time Josh. A bit of a Freudian slip for you. Wow. Then. But you yeah. do hold down a full-time I Josh. I do hold... Yeah. Living with you is a full-time Josh. And yeah. how's that going? Uh, it's going... Yeah, okay, Some fine. people who just find themselves with a full-time Josh say it's tiring, they have, they're up at all hours of the I am, night. I am tired more often. They're attention-seeking. It's all about me, me, me from the full-time Josh and... Uh, yeah. I, I I think my uh, my spare time has dwindled definitely. Sure. Um, I I find myself cleaning up feces more often than I'd like. But also now your girlfriend Jenny can drink again after nine months of sobriety. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, once she's finished breastfeeding, though, let's be clear about that. We don't want any uh, expectant mothers out there listening to this podcast for <laughs> maternity advice. Uh, <laughs> no, just uh, as soon as it's out, hammered. Although. I bet my I, I bet I, I bet my prized possessions I won't tell you what they are, that there is a podcast out there with two men giving out genuine maternity advice. It I must just be bet just, it exists. Just purely anecdotal dad I, advice. I bet it exists. Anyway, this is whining. I brought a beer to the table, Sean's brought a wine. Let's hear the jingle for heaven's sake. You. I'm, t- I'm tired. Have you ever punched someone? I have never thrown a punch in anger. No, I have not. Neither have I. I I don't think I've ever seriously thought about punching someone, and this is what's annoying me. Have you ever punched someone? You ever thought about it? I have thought about it, yes. Yeah. I've never punched seriously, someone. I've, ki- I've, I've kicked someone yeah, out of frustration. Broke, well, you broke their arm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> was did. that the other way around? 
No, yeah, no, yes, that was the other way around. Yes, it was. They yeah. broke your arm. Yeah, they broke my yeah, arm. John yeah, John Slattery kicked you in the field yeah. at school and broke your arm. Yeah, he did. It wasn't yeah. even a hard kick. No, it wasn't. Yeah, weird. It okay. was just the, I think it was more the angle. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it just it must caught be. me at a weird angle. Uh, um, I've never broken a bone. Do you know why? High calcium intake. Cereal before and after school. I was a cereal boy. Cheerio you- Johnny. One thing I've learned about you whilst living with you, Josh, you get through an inordinate amount of milk. And high sex drive. For a single person. I'm I'm glossing straight over that. Mm. If only all the ladies of my life could. A lot of milk. If my girlfriend's listening, she doesn't like to, just because it uh, increased my ego. That was just a joke. (laughs) I feel, you know, it's just worth out. She will um, bring up the fact that that's incorrect. What, my multiple women? Yeah. Or my high sex drive? Both. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, sorry, where were you in the middle of something? Just saying how much milk you drink for one person. I drink you drink, milk. You drink, you drink the amount of milk that a small... Like, the, the, a small school in the 80s drank before no, that got involved. No, just a 2.2 two, a, a 2. 2 children family household gets through. I get a four-pinter, which is weird for single like every, people. Every other some... day. You no, do, not you every get through it a lot, mate. I have muesli for breakfast. I normally pronounce that muesli, but our friend uh, Tarek, why not? Let's name him, why not? He's what makes up a quarter of our audience. <laughs> uh, uh, pronounces it muesli, and it's more fun. Uh, so I have, and that's where most of my milk goes. Also, I drink six to seven cups of tea a day. That mm. adds up. You do, yeah, you do, you do like a tea. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, anyway, Sean, introduce your wine. We are, this is uh, rambling. This is ramble nonsense. Ramble, ramble. Right, let's break the uh, the, the the ramble r- round with um, some some wine. So we're we're drinking American wine today. We haven't touched on the fact that we have a theme uh, a for loose, today's a podcast. Loose one. We're not actually. Let's not talk about it too much because it's kind of embarrassing how vague it is and without purpose. The yeah. theme is Americana. Essentially, oh, yeah. the stars and stripes, those blues and twos. No, that's, that's police sirens. Police sirens, mate. Oh, oh. The land of the free. The land of the free. And the home of the brave. Um, and in we some have ways, American it's wines and beers. Because uh, we are situated recording this uh, only yards away from where the Mayflower first set sail with the pilgrims off to make their fortune in. Uh, actually, we can link it back. Because I was at the Mayflower on Sunday. The Mayflower pub where the pilgrims literally went off to America and it got me thinking about America and that's why we chose this theme. Not- it's not because I was in a beer shop and fancy some delicious American beer It's not all. because of that. It's I know not. we were clutching at straws for a theme. It's not no, because of that. A lot of, pre- it's not a lot of, of that. premeditation went into this. It's not so it because pre-decided. of that. It's not because of that. It was definitely predecided. It's not because of that. Uh, so we have... I've picked up the wrong bottle um, because they're both wine bottle size. Uh, we have Closer on um, Blue Cheer 2014, which is a blend of Sanso and Carignan um, from the Sierra Nevada foothills in California. This is their 2014 vintage, which subsequently was the first vintage they made this wine. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Very interesting. And beer-wise, let's, you know what? Full transparency, Sean bought the beer as well. <laughs> had a busy day. Sean, what's the beer? Uh, the beer is Brooklyn Local 2. Um, which is a barrel fermented ale um, using a combination of European hops and malts, um, a bit of Belgium sugar, some honey, things like this. It's a it's a Belgian recipe brewed brew by Brooklyn um, Brewery, based in. Uh, just going to stop you there. Is it too late to make a joke about Belgian sugar? Uh, no, 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 no,
my my, my pattern now, mate. I'm, you're going to have to. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm. I'm not. You have to tell me the joke. I'm not going to move no, on to we. No, it's too late. Joke. I'm going to carry on. I'll carry on introducing the beer. It's a local too. It's basically a very strong beer, about nine percent. Sort of a, ve- I imagine, like a double or triple beer. Uh, it's very Belgian-y in its style, but it's from Brooklyn, and those fans of Brooklyn Lager or Brooklyn beers, full stop, will be into it. It's like a more intense version of that. There's not that much beyond it, really. It's far more intense. Far yeah. more intense. Uh, so, we will work together throughout the podcast to decide which drink is better to demonstrate Americana. Not necessarily which is the nicer drink, which is better to demonstrate Americana. So those are the drinks for today. Sean... You came back maybe two days ago, and I noticed some strife in your eyes. Would you like to uh, tell dear listener, which makes it sound like the old BBC, (laughs) would you like to tell dear listener why you had strife in your eyes? Eye strife. Why I had strife in my eyes? Eye strife with my little eye. I I had a rough night at work. Oh, yeah, you did. Why? Uh, Well, I had something that doesn't happen to me before. Uh, A staff member just walk out on us. Yeah, well, with your management style, I'm not shocked. Sean wears uh, a Rolex to work, and whenever someone, one of his wait staff, who gets paid uh, less than minimum wage and is on a zero-hour contract, says uh, <laughs> says anything to question him, he waves his Rolex in their face and says, You, you will never have something like this. Now fuck off! <laughs> But that's just a little insight. So why did this? Why have did this you have you been hang, have you been hanging around the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, been there before. Yeah. How about that, Josh? The stupid beer guy off the wine podcast has been to a Michelin star restaurant before. Been to a two Michelin star restaurant. Yes, you have. I don't care for it. My girlfriend makes me go, <laughs> and I think you know, you gotta you gotta pretend like you're involved. What do, you, what do you mean you've got to pretend like you're involved? It's, a, it's they're great experiences. I, you know me. I I I would live off. Frozen pizza. You you would live off what, what what was it you were saying the other day? You would live off um, nutritionally balanced sludge. The if matrix, you can. the gruel in the matrix, which is everything the body needs. I I would genuinely consider, like especially you can get it down so quickly. I don't want to sit down for meals. You know what I mean? Ugh. But it's like you you eat, you break bread, you converse, you. It's it's it's, it's I, a shared experience. I talk to people not eating though. I've done that before. Fine, See what I mean? but it's nice to it's nice to share meals with people, oh, nice. isn't it? I don't care about it. Oh god, are you are you an actual person? Yeah, loads of people don't care about it. Just feed me and send me out of my way. I can do stuff. I can make things. What are you going to make? I had. How about this? Right, I saw a dog on a boat the other day, and you know why I saw a dog on a boat? Two dogs on a boat because I didn't spend long eating. I had a uh, sandwich from Tesco's and went straight out. If I'd had a full meal, I would not have seen the dog on the boat. It was wearing a life jacket. So, who's the real loser? Okay, fair Food enough. or meat. Anyway, do- dog on the boat. Well, anyway, this guy quit. Yeah, this guy quit, and he did so in not a very... Well, in a very kind of um, matter-of-fact way. Yeah. Threw his uniform in the bin and sculpted out the back door. Oh, I like the uniform in the bin. It's sending a statement. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough of you guys. This is what I think. Boom. I promise you, I will not be needing this ever again. I like a clothes throwaway. When adults throw away clothes, there's something serious going on. There's serious emotions in that case. Last time I threw away clothes, it was a pair of River Island shorts that I cherished on. I really cherished these shorts. They were great. 
They have pinstripe. They only made them for one season, probably because they were unpopular. And let's be honest, I'm not. I remember these shorts. Yeah, they weren't great. Yeah. So uh, out and about in town, went to the park with some people, climbed up on some trees because there were loads of people about, and I was showing off with some (laughs) other people. You know, I wouldn't normally climb a tree, but when I'm showing off, I didn't think you could climb a tree. Uh, I made it up. Yeah, and I I split my shorts. I was like. Oh, man. That's damned annoying. I'd, I'd take them home and repair them, though. I suppose the trouble came in when I had to throw them away is the fact that uh, it was just me and this girl left at the pub back in my single days, uh, and I was romancing, romancing, and uh, I felt a big fart coming on. And uh, rather than, like, sour the mood with a fart at the pub, I walked to the other end of the beer garden, looked at some flowers and said... They're lovely petunias, farted out of earshot and came back. <laughs> That's all fine. Walking home, I realise I have in fact shat myself. <laughs> yeah, I've sharted. Um, <laughs> and then, the problem is, this is the first time I've ever met this girl, but things are going well, things are going nice. We're chatting, we're having fun. So we're walking back to... Despite a... the faint whiff of poo. I think it's, I think it's all being kept in, in my diesel boxer shorts. R.I.P. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll talk about the extent of shit. I'm not an animal. I didn't shit myself for no reason. Well, I suppose in some ways I did. Um, essentially, it was a diarrhea situation. Uh, I'd been ill a few days before. I didn't think I should be drinking. But I I went out for a friend's birthday, so I had some drinks. And yeah, I, I did shit myself. Um, a 25-year-old man. 20? No, 24. No. Uh, fine. Uh, so walking, we're walking back. Just me and this guy. Everyone else has gone ahead. Uh, we're going back to a friend's house. On the way, my house is on the way. I stop in, and I don't know what my plan of action is here because I can't carry on to the next house with my pants having been shat. Gotta take them off, throw them away. Definitely. So I tell her. Sorry, are you still wearing the split shorts? As still well? wearing the split shorts with the and and it's coming through. It's diarrhea. Like they're they're both stained. Oh, gosh. Luckily, I'm 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 walking behind. These were pale shorts as well. Very they? pale. Yeah. I'm walking slightly behind the girl. We get to my house and I'm like, God, what am I, what am I gonna do here? What am I doing? Does what? anybody know you split your shorts? Everyone knows I split my shorts because. So I you go it. in and say, guys, I've split. I'm I'm gonna take these split shorts off. No, because I say that, and you know what the girl says? Hey, it's fine. I'll wait for you. We'll go on. We'll go on ahead in a sec. Which is totally fine, you know. Things have been going well with this girl. Right, So, I have to say, my dad's just phoned me. (laughs) There's a family emergency. You go ahead. I'll catch you up. And by family emergency, I mean one of the members of the family has shat themselves. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's technically true. Uh, She goes on ahead. I throw my trousers away. So, the only if an adult is throwing clothes away, it's bad news. I can't remember the last time I threw any clothes away. I genuinely don't think I've thrown any clothes away. You don't away think you've thrown a... clothes away? Oh, I haven't thrown clothes away. I've oh, what did happen to me around Christmas time? I lost a load of designer shirts, which I was very, uh, very attached to Sometimes from my favourite. I wonder if you can hear yourself sometime. <laughs> well, the, no, 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 because the I, word I, designer. Well, because I want, I want to reinforce how upset I was about losing these shirts. You, I spent a lot of money on these you're shirts. Gonna be... I don't normally spend a lot of money on clothes, and I I bought some nice shirts. Right, yeah. So he does normally dress like fucking. I'm just wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. He's just got an oak leaf covering his dick. Mostly, <laughs> so yeah, I I bought some nice shirts, and I'd t- I'd gone home for Christmas, so I'd taken them with me. 
left them at home. Ah, pain. But I'd also left a bottle of champagne at home as well. A really, your life. a really nice bottle that I'd been wanting to drink. We were planning to drink it over Christmas, but we didn't get round to it. So my mum, being the doll that she is, um, packed, packed them all up in a box and shipped them off to us. Never made it. Chased it up through Royal Mail. Turns out the champagne exploded. Yeah. And uh, they, 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 they threw away the shirts and the whole package. Yeah, of course they did. You, don't, you can't post champagne. They, they threw away my shirts. They threw away my shirts and my Pierre Peters Ubelay, which I was really excited about drinking. Don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, but as you said, if you're throwing away clothes as an adult, things have gone wrong. Yeah, it definitely Actually, go wrong. Even if you go as a kid, things have gone wrong. <laughs> Although slightly more acceptable to shit yourself as a kid than an adult. As long as you're not in school. Do you think I cleared up the... Do you think I made it sound okay, like the fact I shat myself? Do you think I cleared that up? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it just kind of makes everybody at home think, oh... Yeah, Josh Josh is human. He is accessible. That's true. Do you know what? I think I have a problem with accessibility. I think people see my gruff face and they think, hmm, what's up with them? <laughs> so maybe I should have a badge that says, you know what, guys? Sometimes I shit myself too. I read an interesting article the other day, Josh. Didn't we all? Sorry? Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Well, I don't know if you read this article as well, mate. Um, it was about how, uh, this is the title of the article, Sommeliers are not the new rock stars of food and drink. I couldn't agree more. They're they the n- are leeches on the They're not leeches. Industry. They're the new DJs, apparently. Oh, come. Come now. Come now. Who said, who's, what, what? Is it Breitbart? A Breitbart saying this? I bet Breitbart are saying this. No, it's, um, it's The Guardian, David Williams. Oh, get to heady fuck. So basically, what, how? Let, let me just summarise the, the the article. It's it's about the fact that um, sommeliers are becoming more and more respected as it's becoming a more well known profession, and no the amount of e- amount of effort put into becoming one is being slightly more respected. And uh, it takes a great skill to be able to. It's it's all about in the same way that a, a DJ has to judge the mood of the crowd, a sommelier has to judge the mood. Of a guest and judge tastes and personal preferences from an initial kind of thirty-second conversation with Surely. someone you've never met, and you have to pick them something delicious that what they're going to enjoy. What is the enjoy. number one thing DJs do, honey? They mix. They mix. So no, sommeliers shouldn't be DJs. Wine, Who? wine pairings. That's mixing food and drink. Food, no, food and wine. Get to hell. You know for a fact, cocktail staff, whatever their name is, cocktail bar. Staff, barman, bar, bar lady, bartenders. Yeah, what a lovely word, bartender. They. I prefer the term barkeep. Well, yeah, but no one uses that because they're not <laughs> from the last century. Barkeep. No, you get beaten up. If you went and did that, you're only saying that because you're in the comfort of your own bedroom. <laughs> if, if if you were back in the sandpiper in our local town. You would never think of saying barkeep. I also wouldn't say bartender. Oi, bartender. You'd just go, sorry, mate. It's all about location, isn't it? Yeah, but I, well, no, if you're talking directly to him, but what would you say if you're at the table and uh, you wanted to reference the person behind the bar? In 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 this situation, you would say barkeep because you're a weird dude. <laughs> uh, and in, in the sandpiper, there's no way you would. You'd just say, uh, the man. I said the, the man barkeep. or the lady, you wouldn't. you get beaten up. 
get person beat, keeping you the get bar. your head smashed into a fruity by then. whom who am i having this conversation with you you've just admitted you never want to throw a punch well i i did we record that I don't know. Yes, no. I think we did. Okay, well, it's not that I've never wanted to throw a punch. It's just that I... Yeah, I suppose it is that I never wanted to throw a punch. I never thought I'd really throw a punch. I feel too passive. You You're know? a pacifist, mate. Mm, yeah, but I just wonder if that's great all the time. Like, does everyone not want to throw a punch? No, I think it's only natural to feel anger towards people. Well, I do, yeah. Maybe it's because I, I reckon I, I, all my anger goes in on myself. I hate myself, Sean. That's not true. No, it's not no, true. I, I just, all, I followed it? A, but shall we get I followed sh- a logical road <laughs> and I've ended up in something that's not true. Shall we get off Is of my logic okay? your um, kind of false self deprecation and back onto the article at hand? Yeah, can do. I mean, I'm not buying it. No one's buying it. I think I think it's a nice thing. I think it's a, it's, of course it's a nice you think article. it's a nice thing. It's literally saying your job is up and coming, which is a load of tosh. It is. It's an up and coming profession. I've People never are really into even it. heard into of another sommelier. You've you've met other sommeliers and robots are. Your job is going to be robotized. No, it's in 10 not. Seconds. No, it's not. It's going to have to look up a, a big. You and doctors are the two biggest uh, victims of robot overtaking. I promise you. Why doctors? Because all, all of the stuff that matters is in a big book somewhere. You've just got to work out how the robots search for it. Doctors. My doctor genuinely Googles things on a site called doctor.com. <laughs> I'm not joking. I've seen her do it. She's not even like but hiding it. And that's fine because, you know, there's a database out there with more knowledge than a human brain can hold. It's fine. I've no problem with it. It means I'm safer. But you know what? A robot called Dr. Clarence can do the same thing as it can recommend a real her to go with a beef stroganoff. Boom. You just got served. I don't think I did. It's not. No, you, you can't replace like the, the face-to-face interaction and emotional intelligence of a person with a robot. What was the name of the book your boss just gave you? Emotional Intelligence. Yeah. On how to understand it and how to get more of it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's something that's important. So maybe you don't have much emotional intelligence. So maybe that's not too important for the job. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think this is tosh. Drinking wine and feeling fine. Because I drink that wine all the time with Sean. First thoughts on the wine? Tastes like I'm eating a block of mahogany in a good way. Like mahogany chocolate. Like a piece of chocolate that looks like a block of mahogany. You bite into it to see what the mahogany tastes like and are delighted because it's actually a bar of chocolate that's stylized to look like a, uh, a block of mahogany. I'll, I'll take that as um, a bit of a win. Um, so we're drinking Closer On uh, Blue Cheer 2014, uh, which is a, a red wine. Um, so a blend of two grape varieties, Sanso and uh, Carignan, which are varietals you'd normally find in the south of France, but this particular example comes from California, from the Sierra Nevada foothills, so um, east of San Francisco. Um, and if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear those flowers in your hair. Done? Yeah, for now. I've got another San Francisco song. Okay, fine. I'll make sure not to mention it again. Uh, yeah, so Karen Yan, Sanso to great, great. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Varieties often underrated. They're used a lot in blends, in the Rhone Valley in particular. Um, these are very old vines, um, which VOV baby, VOV in the house. All right, I am tired. Carry on. <laughs> you are tired. Yeah. So the the vines here were planted in the late eighteen eighties, um, which means old vines produce less fruit, but the fruit that they do produce has more intensity and more character. That's why people like old vines. Um, so um, minimal intervention is the kind of key word here for how close someone like to make their wines um so very simple winemaking practices the grapes were foot stomped in open fermenters i don't like that it's a very classic way to make wine but people's feet people's feet are gross it's fine fermentation gets quite warm and kills all the bacteria yeah i know but it doesn't change and the there's fact alcohol that as well a corn has rubbed against my grape <laughs> It's literally fine. Um, and then they're just aged in old neutral oak barrels. Um, no acid, no additions, no fining, no filtration. So it's a very pure example. A lot of sweat on someone's, in between someone's toes. They clean their feet beforehand. Yeah, but the process of stomping is so intense. There's going to be sweat in your beer, in your drink. There's in your, not. In your it's, wine. it's fine. That's why it smells so funky. It does. Yeah, it is funky. So this is what I. It's, this is a natural wine, um, and something you describe as quite funky. So it does have a touch of kind of um, hay and almost kind of barnyardy character to it, like kind of like dried herbs, kind of ro- like burnt rosemary. Yeah, barnyard feet. Bit of a uh, bit of blueberry, blackcurrant fruit. Um, but then on the palate, it's this really nice kind of um, crunchy, kind of granity character, which comes from the Carignan, which is quite a, a savoury varietal. Both Carignan and Sanso are really good at transferring kind of mineral qualities through the wine. They have this really kind of nice crunchy mouthfeel to them. Um, I think it's a really nice wine. It's fine. It's actually it's actually more than fine. It's nice. It's delicious. It's, it's vibrant. It's fresh. It's got nice pure fruit character to it. I think it's yeah, absolutely delicious. 
feet. Friends of Rukas. That's what I'm going to say. They are friends of Rukas. <laughs> yeah, they are. Drinking wine and feeling fine Because I drink that wine all the time with Sean. So towards the end of the show, Sean gets to do wine news. I like to do a bit of news before you reach the end of the show, not based around wine. Because I'm a free spirit. I don't listen to laws apart from... Most of them. All of them. I have sped before. Oh, have you? Mm. Uh, and jaywalked uh, as well whilst in America, which I think would make it illegal. Yeah, jay- jaywalking is a big thing in America, isn't it? Not, not where I was, I don't think. I think it's in New York. In New York, you can't jaywalk. Hey, but... buddy. Hey, don't jaywalk in New York. Am I right, girlfriend? <laughs> no. Wow, um, that really felt like I was in the Big Apple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we should charge you for Big Apple experiences. Uh, you mug them and call them <laughs> names, and I just do accents. And then just kind of like jostle past them. Once it's all happened, I just kind of jostle past them like nobody cares. There's no town better for jostling, is there? No. In New York? Surely not. Oh, I don't know. I've never been there. I've never been there either, but I mean, I know that I can imagine them jostling. I imagine them jostling at all. Full, full of jostlers. Uh, yeah. jostling around, jostling off each other, jostling back, jostling forward. Absolutely just, they are. Just 24-7 jostling. Absolutely. Everybody's jostling. Everybody's jostling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole time, I'm going to let you into the, the working in my mind there. there. There's a joke in there somewhere about jostling the name. And 24-7 Jocelyn, I thought there was something. I thought there was something in New York Jocelyn. And my, it took me, like, that was about a minute-long speech. I couldn't think of a single thing. Maybe you should go listen to another podcast. Um, I'm going to go listen to another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. Uh, what what podcast are you listening to at the moment? Um, I've, I've, I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts at the moment because I've my... My podcast listening time was my daily commute, and now I'm, I'm now cycling to work, so I don't have that time. Because it is irresponsible anymore. to have your earphones in while cycling. Yeah, it's really bad. I don't do it. Really bad. Um, I'm going to recommend uh, Boners of the Heart. Uh, but, oh, Boners. Boners of the Heart. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, not Boners. Boners. Um, what else? Should I give in Erections. Shout? Also, Jeff Lloyd is back with a new podcast, but if, if you know Jeff Lloyd is, you can go listen to it. If not, you, you probably won't care. Um, anyway. The news, non-wine version. Dun, 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 dun. Don't know why you get the music and I don't. Um, Do you want the music? Nah. You're the man who's in control of the music, so yeah. if you really want the music that badly, you can just put it on yourself. No, I'm not really feeling it. Um, rescued piglets served up as sausages to firefighters. So this is a story uh, based deep in the morality of um, carnivorism. And 18 piglets were saved from a Wiltshire barn fire in February. Yeah? Okay, yeah, nice. Nice story. Now, uh, in August, the piglets have been eaten as sausages by the very firefighters who saved them. Now, (laughs) that story is shocking. But, if you're a meat eater... And you, st- and you stick by your meat. Like, I eat meat, but I, I, I do know it's wrong and I, sh- I should stop, but, you know. It's not really that wrong, is it? I mean, the, me- the meat and dairy industry if you wa- is not... Have, have you watched Okja? Have I watched what? Okja on Netflix. No, I haven't. Watch Okja. You'll be a vegetarian for two or three days. It happened to me. It could happen <laughs> to you too. Is that when you came home saying, I'm not eating meat anymore? Well, what I'm doing now is trying not to eat meat on weekdays. I'm just trying to limit it because I know I'm a weak Does person. Does it count if it's on top of a frozen pizza? 
Uh, that was a that was a mushroom. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't chicken pizza. No, I, I never order meat pizzas anymore. And this is not important. Uh, yeah, so that really is the story. Um, and there's been lots of angry people. Initially, the firefighters said the bangers were fantastic because uh, oh, I bet they were because it's going to be a small farm, isn't it? And like they're going to be delicious. Yeah. Um, and, and now, I, well, they were. They were they were pre so they were pre smoked in February, so we have this delicious smoky flavour to them. Boo doom cheers. <laughs> uh, but now they, they've since I think they've apologised um, because like there's been lots of uh, sort of arguments and complaints about it being gross and disgusting. But you know, that is that is what it is. There's nothing to be angry well, about. The, here. The, the the pigs were obviously always going to become sausages. That's what they were, were bred go- for. They, they're always going to. So sausages. it was a it was a, a nice. Well, it was the obviously the farmer saying thank you for saving my my farm and my barn. Here's here's some delicious sausages. Yeah. Of the pigs you saved. Which you wouldn't is... be eating these sausages unless you saved these pigs. Well, you could have been eating the sausages. It just would have been in February rather than August. Yeah. Um, and it would have been a little bit more well done. But yeah. Um... It's, yeah, I, I get, like, the headline is... It's sensationalist, big. It's isn't sensationalist. It? Yeah. It's hyperbolic. Uh, but the fact is that this is just what meat is. That's what they're there for. I think... Sometimes when I'm trying to uh, make myself feel better about eating meat, I say those animals wouldn't have bloody existed if it wasn't for the meat industry. Like, I'm trying to make, like, would you... And then I think about it happening with humans and it makes you feel sick. Uh, like, if we bred humans to eat and get bad Of lives course eat. it would, because they're very, very different and well, yeah, animals are I not as emotional. absolutely agree they're not as emotional complex. But we don't understand their full emotional complexity. Um, but, like, would, would you... Do, would you prefer to live... Would you prefer to never live? And that doesn't mean you're in another world and not sentient. Or would you prefer to have six months of life in a small farm and then get a bit of stress at the end in a abattoir? Six months of life in a small farm. I think I probably would choose that. Yeah. It doesn't make it. It doesn't mean it's I right. Mean, personally, I try to eat as. Well, I think this is what most people should do as well. Is eat. I think a lot of people should meet meat a lot less often than they currently do that would have a huge impact upon the industry and um because kind of... you you're talking for restaurants here i think to be honest veganism is the only is no the... it's not sustainable just, is it, it well it, it would be if everyone was a vegan it would become sustainable but let's let's face it I, i'm not i'm not gonna do it. i'm too weak I, i'm not pretending i'm anything else than you know animal fat is delicious it's and de- it's what it's makes delicious. everything tasty it's delicious the, the reason why your restaurant dinners taste so nice is because of two things ristorante is... dinners not restaurant dinners <laughs> a restaurant dinners taste so nice is because of two things and that is salt and butter butter is what makes things taste good in restaurants. So you can have half the fun with salt. Like I know, like, I'm not saying like God knows I love a burger and I do something. I do eat meat. I, so I think not... people should just eat meat less often and eat and but still spend the same money. So therefore, no, eat, eat half as much, but then spend twice as much on that meat. I think you, yeah, if, it's, if that makes sense, it's so better that, to get as high a welfare thing as you can. Exactly, and spend as much money on the meat as you can possibly afford. Yeah, or maybe you could just go onto that. And if you can't afford to spend money on um, meat every single day of a high quality, then 
then only have it a couple of times a week. Well, I, don't, I, I would say limit it as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> vegetarian chat with Sean and Josh. I'm sure we've changed your opinion massively. It's like, there's been some minds blown there. Oh, I do love bacon, though. You know, my bacon's great. I'm not saying it's not, but in reality, I, I think... You know how we look back? Oh, it's game season. It's just the start of game season now as well, isn't it? Don't oh, you delicious. think? You know the things that the human I race... I had grouse for lunch. It was delicious. The things the human race... I don't care about your grouse lunch. The things... You, why You sound like such a pompous... <laughs> <laughs> it's the start of game season, which... No! As far as free range goes, is the peak of free range. No one who wild, votes... Wild animals. Of, no one who votes anywhere liberally knows when game season starts. It it's starts on the 12th of August. Oh, it's the day are. called the Glorious 12th, and Grouse is the. I'm when, when shooting is opened this. on Grouse, it's the start of the get, or start of game season. So, on the 12th myself. of August, have, he, Sean speaks for himself and himself alone. <laughs> on the 12th, it's a great day because on the 12th of August, get, shooting is opened on Grouse, and there's a big rush. Uh, to get the first of the season's grouse delivered into London and served in London restaurants, and it's a big thing. Um, and we did it this year um, and had the grouse delivered on the night and he arrived into the restaurant on like uh, 7.30 at night or something like this. It's a big thing across London, the glorious 12th. It's a, it's a, it's a big thing. Oh, you sound like the worst. Um, I think that you know how throughout history terrible things have happened and with the hindsight of being in the current day we look back and think how did we ever let them things happen like i'm talking slavery like um women not being allowed to vote mm. uh gay people uh they're like they're just how they felt their emotions being Oppression. illegal yeah i i think absolutely you, in, you, in 100 years meat industry will, meat be, industry will be exactly the same you think 100 percent and that comes from Josh, so you can put your money down on it. <laughs> I, I think that'll be the next... I think... I reckon if we have grandkids, they will look at us with some derision as to, like, how did you do that? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's something that's always going to um, persevere. Well, let's put the podcast on hold. We'll meet back in 50 years and see what's <laughs> happened. See you next 50 years, guys. Bye! <laughs> I really, really want you in my mouth from then on there, we'll head on further south Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh it's wine, drinking it's fine Okay, that's how it means it's time for the beer cell where I try and impress Sean with the beer I have been working in a shop all day, which is not my normal thing I've... You don't look like you were cut out for retail I'm not, I actually loved, well I liked retail, I love working at a cocktail bar, it's one of my favourite jobs Very different to retail mate mm-hmm. Pretty similar, pretty similar, you're talking to people a lot of the time uh, The tasks are largely sort of like, you're always doing the same thing You don't have to think too much about like variations and stuff I really like it, I love it Yeah, Working behind a bar is a lot of fun yeah, it's good. Um, so I haven't had time to do a proper BSL, so I'm just going to read from the back of the bottle. Sean, I hope you like Most a combined likes. European malt and hops, Belgian dark candy sugar, raw wildflower honey from a New York family farm, and Belgian yeast, because that's what you're drinking, in Brooklyn Local 2. It is delicious. Take a sip and tell me what you think. Um, we've been drinking it for a while, so you, you absolutely understand it. 
I don't do the alcohol knowledge beer cells as well as Sean does his wine cell. I know nothing about this. Uh, Brooklyn, you probably have heard of before. They do a nice Brooklyn lager. Um, and this is basically like that turned up to 11. It's very different. Don't you think it's all the key flavours just turned up? No, well, it's... No. No, well, there's there's the, there's the similarity in terms of they're very malty. Um, this is a lot more complex. Um, the texture's a lot different as well. This is um, bottle fermented, so it's much like champagne in terms that they've reintroduced yeast and sugar to create a fermentation in bottle to give you um, the fizz. Um Ooh. But yeah, this is great. It's quite aromatic, but really rich it, and decadent. But it finishes really fresh. It's not like it's a dark beer. It's like what the um, well, it's what the Belgian would call a, a, a dubel. Um, but it's really fresh on the palate. It's pretty good. It's absolutely lovely. Mm. Thank you for doing my beer self for me. We'll be back at the end of the show to decide whose drink is best in fitting the theme of a medical. Those glorious horns tell me it's time for one thing, Josh. To get out of here and go and have a drink. No, just joking. That's We're drinking already. We yeah. uh, but no, it's time for wine news. Are you ready? Yeah. You're sitting tight. I mean, I mo- this is mo- I love this segment because I just sit back and don't really talk. You just sit back and drink, drink your drinks. Um, so, uh, we're going to start off with two Americana-based news stories, Josh. First of which is Beastie Boys' Mike D takes job as sommelier. So combining two of the things we've been talking about, Americans and kind of rock stars, DJs as sommeliers, one of the Beastie Boys is now a som. How cool is that? He's going to open a restaurant. There's a new restaurant opening in Los Angeles, and he's going to be he's going to be making waiting tables and stuff. But he's going to put together a wine list for them. it's quite cool. I think there's quite a few kind of people in music who have got into wine. Um, like the lead singer from the rock band Rush. Do you know the rock band Rush? No. He once came into a, re- came into a restaurant I was working at and he's super into wine. Yeah, I... I there's there's lots of rock stars and kind of like actors and things who are really into wine. I mean, there's almost no one better you could have chose to uh, talk about this with. Like, Mike D get becoming a sommelier makes it... Uh, I, I respect what you do more than anything, and if you ever get a chance to meet him, I would love to be a part of that. You could say... This is this is Rush. We're not listening to... No, why are you putting Rush on? No, no. Turn Rush, why are you... Well, you didn't know who Rush were. Yeah, I'm not going to recognise it by some mad song that I've never heard of. Uh, you, you might. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Right, so, so what do you think of Mike D as a song? When have you ever... Well, when have you ever... Oh, oh my God. You're such an unprofessional newscaster. <laughs> uh, second story is Trump... Oh, o- hang on. The Yeasty Boys. The Yeasty Boys is a brewery in New Zealand. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, they make beer. Um, which will oh, be, be fun to try that actually. One one day on the. Yeah, we'll do a musical thing. Yeah. Um, so next story is 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 Trump based. You can't talk about America at the moment without bringing up old Donny T. Um, so Trump overestimates the size of his winery. Is this news? Kind of. So there's the Trump winery in Charlottesville. Kind. Um, <laughs> uh, so Trump has a winery in Charlottesville and he was bragging uh, du- during a press conference about the Charlottesville riots 
about how big his winery in Charlottesville is. Mm, yeah, of so it's kind of in bad taste, isn't yeah. it? That's kind of the, the, the thing about the story. And he actually doesn't own the winery because it's owned by his son, Eric Trump, not by Donald Trump. So he, wasn't, he doesn't even own the winery. So he's just kind of like... Well, his name's not on the lease, but with all due respect to Eric Trump, I imagine he's done absolutely sweet F.A. to get where he is. I mean, as reports of Donald Trump as well. Oh, I'm not getting into that. (laughs) Uh, Third and final story. Winemaker confesses to destroying $60,000 worth of neighbor's wine. I say good. Competition is healthy. Well, so there's a winemaker in the Barossa Valley, Australia, who just walks into his neighbor's winery, uh, his neighbor and business rival, and just emptied the tanks and destroyed $60,000 worth of wine. I think that's a great idea. I think we see more of it. Aren't there people in uh, France, like competitors, who share the same vineyards and stuff? Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, so in... In, in Burgundy in particular uh, where one vineyard is owned by 60, 100, 120 producers and they're all right next to each other so why don't they go around poisoning other people's wine because they have a respect for one another absolutely, I can't, I can't comprehend that it's, they're all t- they're all working the same vines a respect for someone else's humanity something. is something that just doesn't ring true to me it smells wrong <laughs> Well, that bodes well for our living situation, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. That's that's it for wine news. So that is the end of the show. We have reached the end of the show. The end of the show is here because that is the end of the show. Can you say end of the show any more times? Oh, I can. I absolutely can. Uh, I've been on live radio before. I know how to fill time. Just say words over and over again. (laughs) People don't notice. No one notices. No one notices. Especially on fire. Uh, (laughs) It's a small radio station. (laughs) Very few Texans. Anyway, yeah, we've got to decide which drink. Not necessarily is better, but fits the theme of Americana better. Uh, uh, Today, the beer was Brooklyn Local 2.0. Sean, what were we drinking wine-wise? Close Saron Blue Cheer 2014. So, in terms of making me feel... Wine, for me, I know they make wine in America. That isn't news. It's part of the New World Wines, yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact is, it's not going to win. It was a great wine. It tasted delicious, but that's not the game. That's not the game. The game is to find a drink that makes you think of that location. And I've got a counter-argument that you could use here, but I'm going to keep it in my mind just so you don't use it. I think beer, Brooklyn beer, is perfect for that. Brooklyn, America, but it's a Belgian style beer. Exactly. Why can't <laughs> it tastes exactly like you're in Bruges, um, which is another thing. I don't know. That's the thing, isn't it? Basically, what we've got here is a wine that I don't know tastes quite French to me. But what do I know about wine? Um, and a beer that tastes very Belgian. So basically, both of these drinks are trying to capture a U- European influence and I think they've done it very well well that's but still have that's what America is but but still have a heart and identity as being American so I th- I th- 
it's a really tough one for we've me. Kept, I we've think, kept you here so long. It's been a long. I, sorry I think about that. When, when I when I think um, America and alcohol, I think prohibition and prohibition is a load of breweries. I.e. Beer. 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 Just just say okay, beer. Beer. Yeah. Okay. The beer's one one nil to me. Well. I picked the beer, so I win. I pick the, well, I, I I drunk the beer and am <laughs> the beer person, so I win. If this is your first listen, this podcast episode to the Whining at Podcast, God fucking bless you for staying here and listening to this. Jesus Christ, it's incomprehensible. I think it's fine. We didn't. Oh, I love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> <laughs>